Good day to you, my friend. Welcome to the Monday edition for Bible Tract Echoes. Oh, friend, if you are listening to the broadcast on schedule, it's getting close to Christmas Day. I hope that your Christmas shopping is close to being done. You're running out of time. Well, welcome, friend. My Bible is sitting open. It's open to the last chapter of the book of Amos. Amos chapter 9, we are finishing off our study, we will this week, of the book of Amos. So if you can, get out your own copy of God's Word. Join me in Amos chapter 9. I'll begin to read at verse 11 here in a moment, but also get something on which to jot some notes. I have in my hand as well a gospel tract. Now that word tract is spelled T-R-A-C-T. A gospel tract is a short written presentation of God's plan of salvation. I want to put some tracks into your hand free of charge. I want to give you a gift. I'll say something more about that here in just a moment. Let me just add, too, that we, like many Christian ministries, end our fiscal year here at the end of the year. We always like to end on a good, solid financial note. If you're looking for the opportunity to bless a ministry and uh, give a gift just to say thank you uh, to the Lord for his salvation in your life, consider Bible Tracks Incorporated. Our address and all the information about that will be given at the end of the broadcast. All right. If you're uh, ready here, I want to ask a question of you. Does the topic of prophecy interest you, Uh, particularly Bible prophecy? Is that something that grabs your interest? Now, many of us preachers fall into one of two categories. We will either preach next to nothing about prophecy or we'll preach on it so much that our our listeners kind of suffer from prophecy overload. As the book of Amos ends, the final five verses deal with a prophetic topic, and that topic is the day of the Lord. Now, that day is a very significant Bible truth, and the day of the Lord is not referring to just a particular 24-hour day, but it's an extended time frame. It's a day that begins immediately after the rapture of the church and goes on through the 1,000-year reign of Christ on earth. Now, Amos 9 verses 11 to 15 tells us some of the particular things that are going to happen during that day. Five particular things that will be part of this coming day of the Lord are mentioned here in Amos 9. These are not certainly all the things, but they are what God wants for us to know this week. So get your Bible and join me, get something on which to jot some notes. I mentioned the gospel tract a moment ago. The one in my hand right now is entitled, Peace in Terminal Illness. Peace in Terminal Illness. It was written by the founder of this ministry, Dr. Paul Levine. He had cancer, cancer in his bones, and he died of that cancer. But he had such great peace because, well, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. And this track comes out of his own personal life testimony and how he got to share his peace in Jesus Christ to many others during his illness. Terminal illness comes to every family, doesn't it? We can't keep it away. Whether you do not know Christ as Savior or whether you know him as your Lord and Savior, nobody is exempt from life's issues and that also includes terminal illness. But let's use it for the glory of God, shall we? If you know somebody with a terminal illness, here's a great way to share the gospel with them. Peace and terminal illness. At the end of the program, my announcer will give you three ways by which you can contact us. If you do that and give us your name and address, 
address and so on. We'll send you a sample packet containing one each of all of our English gospel tracks. There's over 40 tracks in there. This one, Peace and Terminal Illness, is one of them. You're going to get that sample packet free of charge. We would love to become a partner with you in extending the gospel. Please be ready. If you can't stick around to the end of the program, just go to our website. Our web address is Bible Tracks Inc. Inc. is short for Incorporated. BibleTracksInc.org. All right. My Bible's open. Amos 9, verse 11 begins this way. In that day will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the heathen which are called by my name, saith the Lord that doeth this. I'm going to stop reading right there for today. Now, my basic outline for verses 11 to 15 goes under this title, the restoration of the nation, the restoration of the nation. And these verses end our study in Amos. Basically, we've done a verse by verse study. Now, last Friday in the broadcast, I began looking at this set of verses, this final paragraph, but I covered really only verse 11. As my outline opens up here for these five verses, my word for verse 11 was the word covenant, covenant. I'm going to be using four more words, all beginning with the letter C as we continue walking through these five verses. But one of the features of the day of the Lord is this, that God's going to keep his special particular covenant with King David. That's what's found there in verse 11. If you missed our study on verse 11 from last Friday's broadcast, just go to our website. You can re-listen to the broadcast there. But now we come to verse 12. My outline word for verse 12 is this, converted, converted. In the middle of verse 12, you're going to read these words that I'm reading now. And all of the heathen which are called by my name. Did you see that? The heathen here are Gentiles. The book of Amos, listen to me now, the book of Amos was directed very pointedly at the Jewish nation of Israel. And the coming of the day of the Lord is going to focus primarily on the Jewish people. But during the day of the Lord, many Gentiles are going to be converted. By that, I simply mean they will receive Jesus as their Savior. Now, keep Keep in mind that part of this day of the Lord includes this seven-year tribulation period. Much about that comes up and is revealed there in the book of the Revelation, the last book of the New Testament. But there in Revelation 7, you're going to find, as you read that, there's a great multitude, which no man can number, of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues. And these people are standing before God's throne. That's found in Revelation 7, 9. Later on in Revelation chapter 7, we find out who these folk are. They're identified. They're identified as those who have come to Christ during the tribulation period. Now, so many Gentiles are going to be saved there that were called a great multitude. Some during the tribulation will die for their faith in Christ, but some will survive and go alive in their present bodies into that 1,000-year reign of Christ on planet Earth. 
It is these living Gentiles that Amos is speaking about here in Amos 9 and verse 12. But this reference to the converted Gentiles being in Israel's future is no fluky verse here. This truth is found in many Bible portions, especially in the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 2, there is a reference to the day of the Lord there. There in Isaiah 2 are these famous words. Listen now. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. You remember those words? These famous words are prophetic. They are fulfilled when King Jesus rules on planet Earth for those 1,000 years. During those 1,000 years, there's going to be many nations, not just the nation of Israel. And these nations will not go to war with each other for a thousand years. Now, friend, if you've done any reading of the Earth's history in the history books, there's never been a time when the world was totally at peace. But that will be during the tribulation period. But beloved... So much of the Old Testament focuses on the Jewish people, and that is a very obvious thing. But God, our God, the God of the Scriptures, has always had a heart to save all people. They're the promise that was made to Abraham back in Genesis 12. Part of the promise was that there was going to come through Abraham to Abraham a special seed, a special child. Included in this special child was going to be a blessing for the whole world. God promised Abraham that there, through his unique seed, and that seed is Jesus, the Christ, all the nations of the earth were going to be blessed. That promise is clearly identified as being Jesus, that special seed, in the book of Galatians. Now, I cannot, I dare not leave Amos chapter 9 and verse 12 without telling you all that it says. Gentiles will be saved. Yes, they'll be converted. But my friend, verse 12 says this, they, the Jewish people, shall possess the remnant of Edom and of all the heathen. Mm. During the 1,000-year reign of Jesus on planet Earth, all of the Gentile nations, all the Gentile people, and there will be nations in there. There'll be separate nations. All of these Gentile nations will be servants of the nation of Israel. If you don't think that that's so, jot down these references. Here's three of them, just three of the many. Isaiah 14, verses 1 and 2. Again, that's Isaiah 14, 1 and 2. Isaiah 60, verse 14. And one more, the book of Zechariah, chapter 8. Go and read them. All the nations of the Gentiles are going to be the servants of the nation of Israel. But don't worry. All the Gentile nations are going to serve Israel with joy and gladness over the fact that Jesus, the Savior of the Gentiles, was given to them and came through the Jewish people. This unique seed that blesses all people of the earth that God promised to Abraham was Jesus Christ and the Gentile people will say, glory to God. God used the Jewish people to give us our Redeemer, and they're going to serve the Jews with gladness. Oh, dear listener, friend, there's only one Savior. He is Jesus. He's the Messiah. He's the Messiah of Israel, the anointed of Israel, this one who came. 
He came the first time to die on Calvary's cross to be the Savior of the Jews, yes, but the Savior of the world. That's why he came. That even comes out in the announcement of Jesus' birth that we're about ready to celebrate here. He shall save his people, but his people, yes, are the Jews, but friend, not all who are Jewish ethnically have ever responded to Jesus as Savior. They rejected Jesus when he came the first time. The vast majority did. But friend, but to anyone who receives him, to them, God gives the power, the right to be called the children of God, even to them that believe on his name. Oh, friend, to be part of the kingdom of Christ, Jesus said these words, except a man is born again, he shall not see the kingdom of God. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.